Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now live in the Bank Plus studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app. And on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Well, we're rolling on a Tuesday. It's a big week for us. I think it is for you, too. Um, I'm excited about the uh, Rebs, Dogs, Golden Eagles, hopefully Jackson State getting underway. And uh, watching a lot of college football over Labor Day weekend. We want to say good morning. Welcome in to you. Appreciate you hanging out with us on the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. And we'll have a special guest in studio at 9.30. Governor Tate Reeves will join us. Um Played sports growing up, loves sports, college athletics, high school sports. And, um, you know, we're about the same age, so I know he remembers those Veterans Memorial Stadium days where we would, you know, dogs and the Rebs and Southern Miss were always playing there, along with W.C. Gordon's Jackson State Tigers. Sometimes, Blake, we'd have double headers. Man, when you were a 10-year-old kid in Jackson, Mississippi with no iPhone, no computer, Sometimes not much cable. It was a big deal to see uh, Paul Bear Bryant come through Veterans Memorial Stadium or Pat Dye or Herschel Walker. Uh, Jackie Sherrill with the Texas A&M Aggies played Southern Miss one afternoon. I was there for that. You could get a season ticket. You All right, so it was different back then. State and Ole Miss didn't play that many games on campus, um, which they did finally realize you have to do that to kind of build your whole deal up, your your brand and your town and whatnot. But uh, they would play the bulk of their home games at Veterans Memorial Stadium, so you'd have the Gators, Auburn, Bama, LSU coming through. And Ole Miss would play a non-conference game against Arkansas a good bit back then. By the way, the Razorbacks were not in the SEC. Will can't remember that. Blake can't remember that. 
the Hogs were in the Southwest Conference until probation ate up all their teams. And, um, yeah, the the Hogs would come into town. Notre Dame played in Veterans Memorial Stadium. You could go on and on. Of course, Walter Payton and Jackie Slater with the legendary Jackson State Tigers played there. And I was there when Willie Totten and Jerry Rice took on Alcorn State and lost. I was a... Uh, you know, Jerry Rice, Walter Payton, my favorite players growing up. But uh, that was a packed, packed stadium that day, too. It it doesn't make sense, like, logistically nowadays. But, gosh, in my mind, it sounds amazing to have a doubleheader where you get, like, Ole Miss, LSU, and then State, Alabama. Sure. Right? Like, like, in one location, you know. Isn't that it's, crazy? It's a little bit of what we get in a diff- at a much different level with, like, the College World Series, which we've always talked about how cool that is to have that type of like multiple team atmosphere in one location. That's a little, you got that on a different scale with college football at veterans Memorial. You got four universities, four teams, four fan bases kind of mixing in one location on one day. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. By the way, Southern Miss yeah. was the best program during a lot of the time that I'm referencing. Um, Hello. Yeah, they were. Um, I mean, they just from the nasty bunch through Favre, through Jeff Bauer, um, obviously Bobby Collins left to go to SMU. He didn't know they were crazy people out there. And that eventually, <laughs> you know, the Pony Express imploded with Eric Dickerson and Craig, the Pony James, but you went from, you know, Mississippi state. There's always that, what might've been right. Bobby Collins tied into the Mississippi state program, but he goes from Southern Miss to, to SMU that imploded out there, but Southern Miss was able to continue to hire good coaches uh, Mississippi State missed out on Bobby Collins and Steve Spurrier. That's correct. That's a holy Mary Olsen. You can keep going. You can say pulmonary, too. I know it's a different sport, but. Wow, salt in the wound. Yeah, okay. I just thought we'd just go Thank there. Thank you. Good morning. Yeah. All right. We'll get on something else. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the official truck of the show, the Ram Truck at Mack Hike and Flowood. Visit MacHikeFlowood.com. That's MacHikeFlowood.com. For your next pre-owned or new SUV or truck. And our show is driven by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike in Flowood. Uh, Blake Scott with me. I'm your host, Bo Bo Bounds. Uh, We are going to have a special guest, Governor Tate Reeves, in studio at 930. We're excited about that. He's got a lot on his plate, but kind enough to spend a few minutes with us and actually talk some fun stuff. Um as far as game day, the impact of packed stadiums on small businesses businesses in Mississippi, and the fact that, um, well, Blake, there'll be over at least, what, 55,000 people plus, 60,000 people plus in Startville and Oxford, Mississippi over the weekend, which is exciting. Um, and again, we'll see on some of the others. Uh, a lot of excitement in Oxford and Startville, and some in the Mississippi State fan base believe that uh, they're pretty damn good. John Cohen said yesterday at the Startville Rotary Club, if MSU was in the SEC East, they'd be a top 15 team. Whoa. So uh, John Cohen not pulling any punches. He likes them in the line of scrimmage. They bring back a lot of guys in the line of scrimmage. They've played a ton of ball and all the snaps and starts for the first time since Mike Leach has been first time since Joe Moorhead took over in year one when they had veterans all in the defensive line and offensive line. 
So it's been a little while since they've had that kind of senior. I mean, you look at it, seniors and juniors across the board, just about on both line of scrimmages. Of course, I was looking at Ole Miss and their depth chart yesterday. And outside that left tackle, which that'll be interesting. Outside of that, they still have big-time starts. Left guard, center, right guard, right tackle. So that bodes well for uh, for the Ole Miss Rebels, too. But Mississippi State with dudes that have played a ton of ball. And they look, they got beat up two years ago in the COVID year. Got down to about 46 players. Things went haywire. Stayed pretty competitive. Then a touchdown to Georgia. Um, hung with within a score of Ole Miss. Um, they traveled around 45, 46 players two years ago. Now, healthy roster, more veterans on the line of scrimmage, some excitement, in, uh, in and a third-year starter at, yeah. at quarterback in Will Rogers. The big scuttlebutt right now in the state is um, Luke Altmeyer and Jackson Dart. And I think we all know that Jackson Dart will run out there first on Saturday against Troy. But uh, how much will Luke Altmeyer play against Troy? Also, Mike Dettelier just dropped that if Mike Norvell doesn't win at Florida State, Hello. then Coach Prime is headed to Seminole country. And I guess what you could consider is the Florida panhandle, although you start kind of dipping down there as you drive into uh, – Tallahassee, Florida. He was a legendary corner, All-American. Could Coach Prime parlay this into getting back to his alma mater and the Florida State Seminoles? Is there a higher-profile player that turned into a head coach at that level? Because even to this point, I said this in the break, and I don't know if this is fair or foul, even to this point, it's hard for me to think of Deion Sanders as a head coach. I still just think of him as like a flamboyant player slash kind of NFL mouthpiece. But he's kind of trending that way after last year and the big year that they had. I don't disagree with you. But is there a name that even comes close to Deion Sanders' brand name, so to speak, like elite player level that has then turned into a head coach? No. That level. I, I, can't, I can't think, think of, of anybody, Blake. No. Like, think of all your elite QBs. Think of some of your elite edge rushers or corners or receivers over the years and none of them turned into head coaches no because when you're that elite your life tends to go a different direction right yeah i can't believe he's coaching i mean he kept his money he's doing well he, he he's done well financially still can make a lot of money well yeah if he gets the florida state job that's probably 35 million guaranteed well, it could, very well could be that's a good point we're live in the bank plus studio the out of bounds show is brought to you by blue cross blue shield of mississippi it's good to be blue the official health care provider of the Out of Bounds Show on ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Game day is here. Thank goodness. And uh, we are locked in to some college football and the favorites in the East and the West. Governor Tate Reeves will join us at 930 live in studio. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We welcome in Georgia insider Bill Shanks to the Yingling Lager guest line. Make that national champion, Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, wasn't sure that it was going to happen. Finally happened. First time since uh, Ronald Reagan, first year in office. And the Georgia Bulldogs are now the um, reigning national champs. Bill, good morning. How are you, buddy? That uh, still sounds good. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Did you uh, did you watch any of the riveting college football over the weekend, like Northwestern and Nebraska or uh, Bandy in Hawaii? No, you know what? I, I peeked at it, but I did not sit down and uh, watch it very closely. Uh, I was glad that it was on, but I'm, I'm working on depth charts to prepare for the real week. Oh. <laughs> uh, what uh, has has the off season been as good as you thought it would be if they ever won it again, Bill? That's a great question. Damn, I'm glad you had this show. I'm glad they don't give these shows to juveniles, <laughs> do they? Um, you know what? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, I, I I'm broke I, with the Braves and the and the. Bulldogs winning championships. I need a loan. I'm going to ask Joe Biden for one later on. See if he'll give me one. That's if he's handing them out like candy in DC. But um, you know what? It, it's been great. I mean, it, it, it's a it's a fun time to um, just enjoy everything. You know that no matter how many excuses Alabama comes up with, that you'll never you'll never they'll never get this taken away from me. It's like somebody told me the other day. He said, you know, let Alabama talk. It's like we we talked forever about how Auburn bought their championship, and 12 years later, nobody talks about that. So you think you might as well give a damn 10 years later if, if uh, the receivers for Alabama got hurt? I mean, you know, the <laughs> bottom line is the receivers for Georgia caught the ball, and the receivers for Alabama, who were higher rated than Georgia's receivers, didn't with a, uh, with a Heisman Trophy quarterback compared to a walk-on. So anyway, we've had to put up with that a little bit, which has been fun to see Alabama squirm. Um, that's what happens when you have old people in leadership. But you know we're we're, we're soaking it up, so and it's and it's uh, and it's a great thing. And until either Georgia wins it again or or somebody knocks it off uh, from from the Pac-12, we'll uh, we'll still be the champions here. I love it, Bill Shanks making Georgia the Bill Shanks show. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. All right, speaking of Kirby, and I like that you just took a shot at everybody in Tuscaloosa. Uh, when I was on Tuscaloosa Sports Talk Radio a few weeks ago, I said that Kirby Smart was the mayor of Tuscaloosa, and I don't uh-huh. I, I don't think it went over well. But that'll be your last visit on that show. <laughs> so the off season gave us um, Kiffin 
and Jimbo getting into it, and then eventually Saban and Jimbo getting into it. How would you describe Kirby Smart and Nick Saban's relationship today? Oh, I think it's really good. I mean, Saban has said that he loves Kirby, and and I think of all the all of the assistants that he's had, um, that was the one that was a, a younger person. I mean, he's uh, 25 years younger than Nick, who Nick was able to really mold from day one, uh, almost day one of, of uh, Kirby's coaching career. And um, I, I think he loves. I think he loves Nick. I think. I think Kirby uh, has equal love for Coach Saban and respect and appreciation for what he taught him. Look, everything that George, I, I, I came on your show and would say, hey, I'm not going to apologize for wanting to be like Alabama. Well, we happen to have a guy who had gone to UGA, played at UGA, who coached at Alabama, who brought everything here from Alabama. Except for for except for a you know Mercedes dealership, I mean, what more could we have asked for, right? I mean that that was exactly what I think I and most people wanted was if Alabama can do it, why can't we? And and you know because think about it, of, of the forty years that Georgia fans had to wait, Bo. Uh, I mean, we had every direction we had people winning championships except from. You know, well, even even Clemson. So you had Clemson from South Carolina. You had Tennessee in '98. You had Auburn buying theirs. You had Alabama with all theirs. You had Florida and Florida State. And there's this, this big, you know, neon thing in the middle called the state of Georgia where nothing happened, and it didn't make any sense. And so here's Kirby who came in, and you know, from from the first five minutes of his press conference. Best thing that ever happened in Georgia was for Alabama to whip their ass in 2015, because Kirby Smart saw firsthand two and a half months before he took over the program that the lines of scrimmage were trash. I mean, Bo, he had to go his first year. He had to get a walk on from Rhode Island to be his starting left tackle because the previous coach had not concentrated on line of scrimmage. But guess what he did in Alabama? And in the first five minutes of his press conference when he was introduced, Kirby Smart said, I'm going to fix the, the, the lines of scrimmage. Well, guess what? He did, and they won a championship. So I, I think Kirby has great appreciation for every single thing he learned at Alabama. And, and I'm sure there was tremendous satisfaction when he got back and sat down and finally said, son of a gun, I beat him. Right. All right, so what uh, we're visiting with Bill Shanks, making Georgia, Bill Shanks show. He joins us on the Out of Bounds show. And the Yingling Lager guest on Georgia will open up with Oregon this weekend. And that may sound like a big deal and a big game, uh, but Georgia is going to run them out of the stadium. Um, Dan Lanning, it was their D.C. last year, scratch, head scratcher of a hire, but um, I expect Georgia to pummel them. Now, do you expect Georgia to take a slight step back considering everything that they lost off the national championship team, Bill? No, not one bit. I mean, I, I, um, I know really? it's going to sound no. Now, now, Bo, I, they're not going to be historically, unbelievably setting records defense. But it's like someone told me the other day. It's like, well, you know, if you cut the margin of victory in half, 
they're still going to win by double digits and beat the heck out of people left and right. I mean, I, I think this – there are a couple of spots on the defense that I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about one of the, 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 the tackle spots that um, uh, Trayvon Walker is, is, is departing from. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not convinced about that situation there. Um, I think Jalen Carter is going to be a higher draft pick and maybe a better player than Jordan Davis. I think that um, by the time Zion Logue is finished, he may be as good as Devontae Wyatt. And I think that here's the one thing that Kirby, again, has done perfectly to a T-bow, just like Alabama. He uh, allowed the players from last year's team, Channing Tindall, Adam Anderson, Quay Walker, uh, to a lesser extent, Nicobe Dean. Nicobe had started the year before. But when those guys were blocked by by others, you know, Ojolari, uh, uh, people like that, he got those players in those games. And if you look at the games played by these linebackers that are getting ready to take over, like Small Munden, like Jamon Dumas Johnson, they both played 14 games. They played in every game except the championship game. Um, Robert Deal, who's going to start, played in 15 games, started twice. And, of course, Nolan Smith coming back is a huge deal. He started 14 games. Uh, people are saying the secondary may be better than last year. I, I, I mean, I, I do not believe this defense is going to take a step back. I mean, I, I'm anxious for, for Saturday's game against Oregon because Oregon, I mean, they've got Bo Nix. We know what Bo Nix can do. But they do have a very good offensive line. And I, so I'm anxious to see right off the bat. I mean, Oregon might be their best opponent of the year. <laughs> uh, and I mean, I hate to say that, but it may be correct, you know. And and so I'm anxious to see that uh, because, look, as with any team, when you replace a lot of players, you're going to be better in November than you were in September and, you know, on and on, right? You're going to be better after you've had a little playing time. Now, I don't know if the leadership is going to be there. That was one thing that this team had last year. They also had in Kirby's second year that got to them to within an eyelash of a national championship that year. They had tremendous leadership, and I have no idea about that. You may have to ask me that in October. But I think talent-wise, I mean, look, again, similarities to Alabama. So they were replacing most of the guys they had to replace with five-star talents. And that never used to happen. Again, we go from having the town of Catalina from Rhode Island. I don't even know. I didn't even know people lived in Rhode Island. I just thought it was <laughs> on the map. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's do it. This is the SEC Insider Hit. And it's presented by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue. And good morning. Welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're streaming live on thezone1059.com and the Out of Bounds radio app. The show is brought to you by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood. Exciting week this week as we get college football kicked off. And uh, we can tell from our listeners that y'all are locked in and ready to go. The NFL will start a week from this Thursday. We're uh, very excited to have a special guest in studio. We've had him on before, but uh, first time live in studio. And he is Governor Tate Reeves on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Governor, good morning. Welcome in. Thanks, Bo. It's great to be here today. Well, we appreciate you taking some time. I know you've been uh, extremely busy lately with the challenges uh, as far as the water issues in Jackson, if you want to kind of walk us through that, where y'all are right now. Absolutely. So it was uh, yesterday was August the 29th. It was actually the 17th anniversary of Hurricane Katrina uh, making landfall in in um, the state of Mississippi. I was down on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast yesterday uh, uh, talking a, a lot about Katrina. but uh, And really what we talked about uh, yesterday was not only the the challenges that Katrina brought, but really the spirit of Mississippians and and the help uh, that we gave to each other and and the people across America came to Mississippi to to help uh, us recover. And and when I think about this water situation in the city of Jackson, I think you're going to see uh, the the same thing. It's obviously no governor has ever run for governor thinking I really want to run a municipal water system, uh, but the reality is when you look at the risk. Uh, associated with with uh, not having running water for an extended period of time, I felt it was necessary that we, as as a state, uh, step in, uh, uh, collaborate with uh, the local government and the local jurisdictions, and work together uh, to solve this problem. Because there are 151,000 people who live in the city, uh, probably 30,000 at least that come in to work every single day. Uh, and it's important that we uh, recognize the the risk associated with where we find ourselves and and find solutions to to these challenges. When I ran for governor, I ran uh, telling people that I wasn't going to hide our problems; I was going to fix our problems. And we've certainly had an awful lot of natural disasters that we've had to deal with. Uh, but it's interesting to be here today because really, in in my life, Bo, I really do two things today. I, I um, these days, I, I literally I work. And I watch my kids play sports, yes. and um, and I won't tell you which one of those I enjoy the most. <laughs> I think it's probably pretty clear <laughs> and pretty obvious. But um, but those are the two things I do, and and that's we're going to talk a little sports today as well. So, Governor Tate Reeves on the Out of Bounds Show, and you've talked about this before, but the impact of sports on young people. You played sports growing up, and you take all these life lessons from sports as you as you get older, and you apply them to you know becoming a grown man and getting into your profession and so on. 
It's, uh, it's such a powerful, powerful tool for so many of our youth around the state of Mississippi. No question. And there, there are an awful lot of kids uh, throughout Mississippi that, uh, in large part, uh, choose to stay in school so they can stay eligible uh, to play sports, right? And and I, I used to joke that I went to Millsaps to play basketball, and I just lucked into a great education. And the reality is there are a lot of kids across Mississippi that, that maybe can't find a lot of purpose uh, in what they're doing in the ninth, 10th, and 11th grade, but they certainly know uh, that they want to stay eligible to play football or play basketball, and so they, they do the necessary studies. And as we all know, a very, very small percentage of us actually grow up and make money uh, doing uh, sports, uh, but just think about the lessons that are learned um, from kids all across the state. You you learn how to win, but you also learn how to lose. Uh, you learn that um, how to get better, and by and large, you get better by working hard uh, at whatever it is that you're you're doing. And that's lessons that will will serve these individual young people well throughout the rest of their life. You look at successful people. Um, uh, throughout Mississippi, throughout America, regardless of their profession. And I will tell you, most of them most likely played some sort of sport growing up, and they learned the, the right lessons. There are those who learn the wrong lessons, but most of the, the successful people in life learn the right lessons. Did you uh, – you grew up here, obviously. And did you ever think, as governor – that you would be the governor of the state of Mississippi and be able to celebrate two national championship <laughs> teams in back-to-back -back years in the same sport within 12 months with Mississippi State and Ole Miss accomplishing what they did. Uh, I think it's a pretty good re-election campaign. Um, <laughs> two national championships. Uh, look, I, I grew up uh, loving college baseball. Uh, I wasn't a particularly good baseball player. A lot of folks would just say I wasn't a particularly good basketball player or anything else, quite frankly. But um, I wasn't a great baseball player, but I grew up loving college baseball. I've been to the uh, College World Series numerous times uh, out in Omaha. And to see State win the national championship uh, in, in 2021, followed by uh, Coach Bianco and, and Ole Miss winning it last year. It's just it's been a great, great experience to watch uh, because uh, I know that um, I have the, the the opportunity to to not only know um, the the leadership at the two universities, but also uh, having thrown out the first pitch at the Governor's Cup game uh, numerous times, uh, even during my tenure as lieutenant governor, getting to know the coaches. Um, uh, of the uh, two universities, they're just they're good people. They're they're good people. Uh, the the kids that they recruit are good kids, and so to see those two um, win national championships, uh, it just it it shows you what's possible. I have on uh, today, as you've seen, my one of the first shirts I got from a national championship I won by it. Mississippi Institution, uh, East Mississippi Community College in 2013 won the football national championship. Now, of course, that kind of blew up into uh, TV shows and all kind of neat things. But um, the, the, what I tell my kids and what I tell the people of Mississippi all the time is uh, I believe in my heart that we can compete with anyone anywhere in the world. And I don't care if it's junior college football um, or SEC baseball. Uh, you give us a chance to compete we can compete and we can win. And that's true, certainly in sports, which we've proven. But we're also competing uh, in the field of, of K-12 through academics. You know, for a long time, for instance, people said Mississippi had the 50th best K-12 through education system in America. And for a long time, uh, 
maybe they had a, an argument, but it's just simply not true anymore. Actually, if you look at the most recent rankings, Mississippi's ranked 32nd overall in K through 12 education. The reason we're ranked 32nd is because uh, our um, fourth grade reading and fourth grade math results, our eighth grade reading and eighth grade math results are just incredible what we've seen over the last 10 years. In each of the last three years, our fourth grade reading and fourth grade math, our 10-year growth numbers are number one in the nation. So in essence, I tell folks, we've won the national championship in fourth grade reading and fourth grade math because we've done better than every other state in the entire country. And we ought to brag about that a little bit more because success begets success. And that's one of the things you learn uh, growing up playing sports is that, um, you know, momentum matters. And um, people get a taste of victory and they like it. And they work harder to win the next game or win the next uh, opportunity. And so it's, uh, look, I'm, I'm optimistic about our future because of that. Governor Tate Reeves on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I want to follow up with that before we get back um, into sports. With, with technology and software, it's been able to break down the wall and us to get to our, our kids in rural Mississippi and, and give them a better opportunity to get to junior college or um, a four-year college or a trade school, which is a powerful tool for Mississippi. Uh, no question. You know, the, the way I describe it is as follows. Um, 200 years ago, people in America uh, moved around where rivers were, where the waterways were. 100 years ago in America, people moved around where the train tracks were. Now people move where there is connectivity. And it's one of the reasons that one of our uh, initiatives has been to significantly enhance broadband access to kids in rural areas. Uh, obviously, uh, that helps with adults as well. Um, we've created an office of broadband uh, within uh, the governor's office to oversee those efforts. We've worked with the federal government and the, the state government to ensure that we have resources that we're currently deploying to make sure that everyone has access to connectivity. Um, and it's going to help close the gap without any question. Uh, the other thing that we've done, I think that's, that's been really important, uh, a decision that we've made is we kept our kids in the classroom over the last couple of years. Um, there's no doubt Absolutely. that when kids are, are not in the classroom, the likelihood that they are learning is much lower than if they are in the classroom. We see that in test results in other states maybe that chose not to be open during uh, COVID. We knew there were risks associated with opening classrooms, but we made the decision that the risk associated, associated with not opening classrooms was greater than the risk associated with opening them. And, and our kids, and to, to their credit, our teachers uh, stepped up. They got in front of those classrooms. They taught those kids, and our kids responded. And um, because of that, we're going we're gonna to see um, continued upward movement in our overall education rankings because our kids have been in the classroom learning. I see record enrollment, uh, freshman classes around the state, and ACT scores. I love That's part of the K-12 through that you're referencing success the last decade plus. Governor Tate Reeves on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. All right, let's switch gears. Talk about how exciting it is for you to see packed college football stadiums in college towns across the state of Mississippi this fall and what it means for small businesses throughout the state of Mississippi. Well, our college towns are thriving. In fact, uh, with very few exceptions, the vast majority of Mississippi is thriving economically right now. But our college towns are certainly leading their way. When you think about Hattiesburg and Oxford and 
and Startville. Uh, we're seeing um, a lot of uh, growth in those areas. Uh, we're seeing a lot of small businesses uh, that have been around for a long time that are thriving. And we're also seeing the, the increase in the number of small businesses. And a large part of that is because um, on these uh, seven or eight Saturdays in the fall, uh, you have a whole lot of people that come into town, um, go to um, go to dinner, go to uh, have cocktails, go tailgate, have a great time, and it's just great to see in in those communities throughout uh, the state of Mississippi. You know, you look at a stadium that's got sixty to seventy thousand people in it, uh, screaming and hollering for their alma mater, uh, and it's just a fun time, right? It's just a fun time, and I think one of the things that, that one of the downsides of COVID that that we've seen uh is some of the mental health issues that have occurred around um the country and certainly we're not immune from that in mississippi but it is good to have outlets it's good to have right, opportunities sure. for people to enjoy themselves and while i certainly care because i think if you're going to keep score you ought to try to win but just to give people the opportunity regardless of the outcome of the game to go and enjoy themselves for three or four hours after a long week of work is uh is exciting I was telling these guys who are a lot younger than you and I, Governor, that <laughs> most uh, everybody's a lot younger than right. you and I, right? Well, <laughs> it, it, that flipped on us in the last few years. It, when you and I were growing up, most of the games were at Veterans Memorial Stadium. Now, all people know is going to start, which is great. I mean, like you said, it's made those towns boom, including Hattiesburg. But uh, the bulk of the home games, I guess, on a neutral site when you and I were growing up was those Mississippi State and Ole Miss doubleheaders mm -hmm. at, at Memorial Stadium. Well, I will tell you, as someone who now lives in downtown Jackson, I miss those. Um, that was a lot of fun. It was. Uh, I, I, I can remember growing up, I went to an um, a awful lot of games at Memorial Stadium. I remember uh, my aunt uh, is a graduate of the University of Southern Mississippi and, and was a uh, a big fan of the Golden Eagles, and I remember going to a uh, a game. I grew up a Mississippi State fan. Um, I claim neutrality now because I did go to Millsaps, right. but um, uh, I went to an Ole Miss USM game uh, at a early age with my aunt, and I'll never forget some of the signs uh, that I got to read from the Ole Miss student section. Uh, suffice it to say, they weren't so crazy about Hardy Street, <laughs> and um, I was—I uh, didn't even know where Hardy Street was at the time. Right. I must have been uh, ten years old, but uh, I learned quickly, and so I, I got a geography lesson um, at that particular game. I learned some words that I'd never heard before as well. So yeah, it was—it sure. uh, <laughs> was really a great opportunity. Life lessons. Um, you know, I tell my kids, Governor, that uh, there was no such thing as club level or suites when you and I were growing up <laughs> at Veterans Memorial Stadium. You sat in the stands, and that's just how you rolled. And and they're like, they look at me like I'm crazy. I will tell you, um, I get excited uh, come college football season. Uh, but one of the things that that excites me having grown up and seeing those full stadiums at, at veterans, what was veterans Memorial stadium in the day, um, to, to see what, uh, Dion is doing with Jackson state, filling up that stadium. Absolutely awesome. And, um, you know, I, I've had the opportunity to get to know, uh, primetime, uh, pretty well. And, um, he really cares about the kids that he's coaching. He st stands up for them. He, he cares about, uh, Jackson state university he cares about the city and, and I just commend him, 
uh, for what he's doing there. Um, he's got a pretty good Twitter game too, right? He does. Have a, <laughs> he's got a good Twitter game. They were unbelievable on the field last year. Talk that they may go undefeated this year. And, you know, you know what happened. It, it got to a point where about only five or 10,000 people were showing up. W.C. Gordon was winning big when you and mm-hmm. I were growing up. Sure. They were just coming off Walter Payton and Jackie Slater. So, I mean, Jackson State was awesome when you and I were growing up. Then they kind of lost their way and... I never thought we would see 60-plus thousand people going back to Jackson State games. That's a huge deal, as you said, for Jay State and for him. to. And he's pumping with his connections, as you know. He's pumping a lot of money into Jackson State academically and athletically. No question. And, um, and he's to be commended for that. So with your schedule, Governor Tate Reeves on the Out of Bounds Show, with your schedule, um, and I know it's it's hectic depending on what's going on, but I know you try to attend or watch as many games of uh, the Mississippi schools as you can as we get this thing kicked off. No doubt. I, I try every single year to attend at least one home game of uh, State and Ole Miss and, and USM. Um, I also try to attend uh, a game of one of our SWAC schools. I don't, I don't get it every year. I was, able, uh, when, um, I was able when Alcorn was doing so well to get down there and watch them uh, win some SWAC championships. That was a, a, an awful lot of fun. Um, one of the challenges I have now, I've got a daughter that's a senior in high school and one that's a sophomore in high school, and then I have a fifth grader, and uh, at least the two youngest are, are big soccer players, and they play a lot of soccer yeah, on weekends. And so um, if I have to pick uh, between uh, going to a great college football game or watching my kids play, I typically choose to watch my kids play. Right. Um, but I will tell you that I, I – um, I love to be on campus. I love to sit down and and just watch the crowds enjoy themselves and and watch the kids go out and and fight for uh, their teammates and and look. I think we got a chance to have some some really good teams uh, this yeah. year. It looks it looks really really good. No doubt Southern's going to be uh, improved. Uh, seems to be an awful lot of uh, excitement around uh, Coach Hall and and his staff. Um, Mississippi State is going to be improved as well. I don't think there's any doubt. Coach Leach, again, someone who has a great Twitter game, um, is uh, is doing a great job in Starville. And look, I had the, the last college football game I've watched in person uh, was the Sugar Bowl. So I yeah. got to watch uh, Ole Miss uh, after winning ten regular season games. I think for the first time ever, um, certainly the first time in a long time, uh, go to the Sugar Bowl last year. So I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't. It's a good wait. fall. Yes, Governor Tate Reeves on ESPN. 1059 The Zone. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. And we're talking college football and game day. It, it starts this week. And uh, we've got games throughout the state of Mississippi. So it's going to be very exciting. Plus, high school football has uh, has gotten kicked off the last few weeks. I want to switch gears. Um, Mississippi is the birthplace of America's music, as you well know. And um, we've got the uh, the Blues Trail just unbelievable and we've got the country music trail uh i think you were down on the coast a couple of weeks ago to see randy hauser and jamie johnson and that whole crew who went through the mississippi gulf coast wait raising a ton of money for pancreatic pan, pancreatic cancer which is awesome and randy hauser's from lake mississippi which i did not know until a few weeks ago i was there the next night but it's pretty exciting all the live music that we've got going on in this state, Governor, between the Brandon Amphitheater, the College Towns, Thalia Mara, and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. 
It is it is incredible, and it's it's really if you think about uh, the history of music and the fact that Mississippi is the birthplace of America's music. You think about uh, all the way back to to Jimmy Rogers from Meridian, yep. Mississippi. You, obviously, BB uh, King from there in Indianola, Mississippi. You think about Elvis, and and I think the movies come back recently, right? I haven't yeah. seen the movie yet, but um, uh, the birthplace of of Elvis being in Tupelo and and my my I was up there last week, and the tourism has just spiked in recent uh, weeks and months after the the new movie came out um and so you know you think about all of the talent that has come out of mississippi it's absolutely amazing and so it's one of the reasons that we we as a state invested uh in the grammy museum i mean there's a there is boy that's nice i mean you talk about a cool cool facility and what i like to tell people is look here's the deal there are two grammy museums in the world one of them's in California where nobody wants to go there and the other one's in Cleveland, Mississippi, right? So, and, and there's a reason it's in Cleveland, Mississippi. Obviously the music program at Delta state is, a um, is certainly well known and well respected. Uh, but it's because of all of the Grammy winners that we have from Mississippi. It's a, it's an incredible group and, um, it makes you proud. And there's a, it also just shows you that uh, there's a lot of people in Mississippi with a lot of talent, and um, and they're doing well. Wow, Randy's a special dude, and and look, I, I talked to him a lot uh, when he was down here uh, a week or so ago, and he and Jamie they're really interested in helping raise money. If we, you know, if we run into a situation where we have a a major um, hurricane or something like that. If we do a celebrity concert or whatever, these are the these guys want to come help. They've built a lot of friendships in Mississippi. Obviously, Randy and Jamie both played at my inauguration, and um, I knew them before, but we got to be good buds. How and um, cool they're that? just they're just really, really, really good guys. And and uh, Jamie's actually from just outside of Montgomery, Alabama, but uh, we claim him here in Mississippi because he and he and Randy are obviously uh, good buds, and uh, and Randy's proud to be from Lake Mississippi. We're going to wrap it up. I've got about a minute and a half. Governor Tate Reeves on the Out of Bounds show. We talk recruiting all the time, college football, basketball, baseball. You and your team are always recruiting businesses to the state of Mississippi. You've had a lot of exciting things happen uh, the last few months. I'm sure you all have all kinds of things on the table that you can't discuss but how excited are you about recruiting businesses to the state of Mississippi and the economic development piece? It's the reason I ran for governor. I want to spend 95% of my time talking to CEOs uh, inside Mississippi and outside Mississippi, encouraging those inside Mississippi to expand their businesses, to hire more people and encouraging those from outside the state to just give us a look. Because the fact of the matter is, Bo, whether it's economic development or tourism, the biggest challenge Mississippi has is convincing people to come here once. If they ever come here, they tend to really like what they see. And it's the reason we've had such success. I mean, if you look at uh, through the first six months of 2022, uh, we've had $1.6 billion in new capital investments in our state. That's twice what we saw in an average year in the previous 10 years uh, for the whole year. And so uh, we're going to have a record year in 2022. But it's because we have the workforce that we can sell. People ask, every CEO asks, tell me about your workforce. Am I going to be able to hire the kind of people that I need to deliver the products that I want to produce to the marketplace? 
And the answer to that question is a resounding yes, because we are investing in our people uh, and we have good people in our state. And we just got to work to bring better and higher paying jobs to them. Governor Tate Reeves on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Thank you so much for coming in studio today. Been a pleasure. Best of luck. We'll be back tomorrow, Wednesday, that much closer to... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.